This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sky Blues Extra podcast, which is kindly sponsored by Shortland Horn, Coventry's leading estate agents. My name's Tom Ward. I'm joined this evening by David. Evening. Evening, mate. And I'm also joined by Andy. Evening, Tom. Tough trip to the South Coast on Saturday saw the Sky Blues slip to a 4-1 defeat at the hands of Bournemouth. As usual, we'll go back and look at what went wrong for the Sky Blues. We'll also be previewing the enormous game on Thursday at Rotherham. And we'll also look ahead to the home tie with Barnsley on Sunday. So, yeah, thanks for joining me, chaps. Um, I feel fairly upbeat, really, despite a, a 4-1 defeat. Um, Andy, how's your mood today after yesterday? Yeah, a bit similar to you, Tom. Um, I said before the game, it was almost like a free hit, wasn't it, uh, mm. yesterday? I didn't expect anything from it. Um, and certainly after 20 seconds, I thought it was going to be even worse <laughs> than what it was. So, But um, we've got bigger challenges to come uh, yeah. the next few weeks coming. So, um, no, not too disappointed. Um, to be expected, they're a class above and they showed it, didn't they, Tom? Yeah, I think when you look at the running, you wouldn't have picked this game out as a sort of defining game, would you, Andy, really? No, absolutely not. Like I said earlier, we've got bigger challenges and hurdles to face, haven't we? And it's not Bournemouth away. Yeah, we, we certainly have. Um, Dave, how are you feeling after yesterday? Yeah, very much the same. I mean, look, you want to get points wherever you can, especially in the situation that we find ourselves in now. But... Look, I didn't think it was the worst performance. I think uh, there were some great individual performances around, um, and it was just four goals from from sort of killer instinct that that put you know put us to the sword. So I'm, I'm not too um, 
upset at all. Um, more looking forward to seeing how Rotherham get on against QPR on Tuesday um, and then looking ahead of, of, of that game. But I'll certainly be trying to catch some of that game, I think. And um, yeah, it's uh, that feels more vital now than, than the game that we've mm. just obviously lost. Yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be cheering on QPR on Tuesday as much as I cheer the Sky Blues on, I think. <laughs> we all will. Um, but yeah, um, let's look into the Bournemouth game in a bit more detail. Um, Andy, how did the match stats look? Uh, outclassed, Tom. Um, I think they, that's what it says. Um, mm. We had 34% possession. Um, they, we had 264 passes compared to their 546. Wow, that's got to be so, right up there, hasn't it, for the whole com- season? Probably. Yeah, we were completely passed to death. Mm. <laughs> um, so no they're, they're, um, regarding the shots we had 7 shots compared to their 12 shot accuracy was 29% compared to their 58% and that just lies the difference doesn't mm. it Tom between us and them yeah. is that we you know just don't have that accuracy do we we just don't have that killer instinct in front of goal they do they you know yeah. they cut when they got in, when they got in position to score, they scored, didn't they, Tom? Yeah, I mean, and when we got and when we got in position to score, like we have done most of the season, we just don't take the opportunity. Mm. So, yeah, um, so that was the stats and attacking sense. In a defensive sense, um, quite similar, really. Um, Thirteen interceptions compared to their thirteen. 14 tackles compared to their 11, but they won more duels than us, which uh, slightly surprises me. They won 59 compared to our 39. Uh, so this shows that they were more physical than us as well. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, if we go back to the attacking sense of things, Tom, um, they outclassed uh, us in a possession sense. And when they got into shooting opportunities, they took their chances. Mm. Yeah, I think that, that tells you everything you need to know. I think if you're a team that has 12 shots in a game and you score four of them, that's why mm. they're where they are in the league, isn't it, Andy? Agreed, yeah. They were clinical, yeah. weren't they, Tom? Yeah, exactly. Um, we'll talk about the lineups. Obviously, there's a lot of debate before the game, and obviously we previewed it on the pod just discussing whether Robbins would change things, whether he'd rest players, you know, some fans calling it a bit of a free hit game. Um, obviously he went with it unchanged in the end. Um, was that the right call for you, Dave? It's difficult, isn't it? I mean, you don't want to always change your winning side. I think uh, when when a team's just you know put on a display like they did, then it's you know it's a bit hard done by. I I think I don't know. Do you want to be more defensive against a team like Bournemouth that are going to be relentless in the attack anyway, or do you want to try and you know is attack a better form of defence? I did think we looked a bit short of of bodies. Um, to be honest, with the two up top. And, it, you know, in, in in their final, sorry, our final third. Uh, and I think perhaps if we'd have gone on one up top, I don't think you would have seen much difference to um, the sort of press that we saw anyway. Um, you know, Walker and Rob uh, and, and Godden were sort of, you know, trying to do that high press, but they seemed to get get into a, you know the middle of the pitch or a final third so easily that that didn't seem to be an issue. So maybe, you know, looking back, uh, an extra body in the back there would have been a bit, you know, maybe Hamer or, or someone yeah. that could have put some some work in that, that middle part because they just cut us open so much and mm. as, as great as the work rate that um, James and, um, and and Kelly you know as great as that was it, it wasn't enough at times and I think that's because we instead of them playing out from the back quite quite deep they actually seemed to sort of um, you know enter our uh, their, our half quite quite easily um, and, and that meant that we just yeah we just seemed to not have enough ball bodies and, and I think we, we may have may have yielded a better you know better results at times mm. if we'd have had that but I'm not sure it would have changed the overall result. 
Yeah, exactly. You sort of got the impression they would have, you know, found a way, reg- kind of regardless. So yeah, um, exactly. And it's if, a tough if one, isn't it? the two up top worked, then you know, and that's going to be the two that, yeah. that remain Keep for the rest together. of the season. Yeah. Then it makes sense for them to get minutes together, right? Keep yeah. chopping and changing it. Isn't going to help at all. So on that aspect, at least you know, God and, and Walker have got some more minutes in the bank to, together, and uh, hopefully that you know will will you know reap the res- 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 sort of rewards from that. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we said it in the preview and we, we talked about it when we played Bournemouth last time. They're, they're a team just full of talent, aren't they, Andy? Yeah, yeah. They've got a, a great team, haven't they? A great squad. Um, you know, it's not just full of people that have played in the Premier League. They've got international players, haven't they? You mm-hmm. know, Begovic people like, and... you know, Begovic, Brooks, you know, they, they play international. You know, Jack Wilshere has played for England. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, they, yeah, play, yeah. You know, they've got... When he's not players. injured. <laughs> when he's not injured and yeah, doing whatever off the pitch. <laughs> but yeah, um, but no, they've got a lot of quality. You know, the lad who, who, who ripped us apart, Dejemba, you know, he's he scored yeah. uh, 13 goals after yesterday. So, you know, he, he's in great form. I think he scored something like eight or seven in his last six games. So, you know, he's, he's in red hot form and he looks a real mm. talent, doesn't he? But, you know, people like Billing as well. He's top class. Solanke, you know, England under 21 international. Carter Vickers, I think he's played for Spurs. You know, Smith, seasoned pro at Premier League level with Bournemouth. And Begovic is on probably more money than the whole of our squad. Yeah, <laughs> so, probably about. So yeah. if, you look, if you look at that yeah. compared to what, we're, what Robbins has to deal with and what we have to cut our cloth accordingly... You know, it was always going to be a tough ass, wasn't it, Tom? And yeah, they're they're a very good side, and they're, and they're very good to watch, aren't they? On the break, yeah, they are. They definitely are. Um, and unfortunately, it was a case of deja vu with uh, Bournemouth cutting us open within twenty seconds. We seem determined, Dave, to break the the record of earliest goal conceded this season, don't we? Yeah, well, we're all about records. Last year, we would have been on on course for our you know best ever points uh, finish, possibly, wouldn't we? So, um, but this year, it, the the sort of the, the golden gongs, if you like, are not as uh, not as fun to watch. But I, I guess you know Woodgate sets his team out in that way. Like he, you know, he said in his his post match interview that that's what I want the side to do: get you know get the opposition and put them on the back foot and attack them right from the start and and start quickly. And of course, they did that. Um, it's a difficult one looking back of whether we could have done much about it. I, I think, you know, Pask was probably just shell-shocked, really, with the, the sheer sort of pinpoint accuracy of the pass. And mm, he got himself a little ball. bit behind, but he wasn't he wasn't overly behind. It was just, we looked like we had enough men. I mean, if you look at the replay over and over, we, you know, it was, we had enough men behind, behind the ball or, you know, side on of the ball. It was just such a good knock that, yeah, it was completely into his path and, and he, he just had to, to pop it home so it's a bit of a you know it's a tough one to take isn't it because you feel like then you know, it's a sort of case of how many but look it, it was a, a, a great goal very well taken and you know you're talking inches millimetres away from, from pass getting a touch on that mm. um, to, to blocking it and that is probably you know we've talked and we'll talk so much about their class but in a game so fine margins, Bournemouth have got that little bit of quickness, a little bit of sharpness, a bit more pace, and those millimetres and inches they they, they make up, and that's sort of the difference of, of the, the game, I'm afraid. Yeah. But it was a good reaction to going behind. Um, obviously, we got a free kick and a lovely finish by Matty James, wasn't it, Andy? Brilliant. Uh, fantastic free kick from uh, Matty James. I 
And he, uh, that kind of free kick sums his, his spell for us, hasn't it? He's been, since coming in, he's been top class for us. Mm. And um, the free kick itself, it, it, you know, when I first saw it, I thought, yeah, that's decent, decent free kick. But if you, when you got the view behind the goal, it looked even better, didn't it? Yeah, um, it, did. it was fantastic technique. And uh, how it bent away right into the uh, side netting of the goal was uh, fantastic. And get Begovic no chance. And it's quite far out as well, wasn't it? So we don't yeah. score many free kicks, do we? <laughs> no, so we don't do it. Perhaps JMO should be over him a bit more. <laughs> yeah, um, should, but yeah, I think he should. But no, fantastic free kick by a, a fantastic player. Yeah, it, was, it takes something special to beat a keeper like Begovic as well. You know, he's a he's a yeah. top class keeper, and he'll you know work on free kicks a lot. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah, it just shows you how pinpoint it was. He was at full stretch, wasn't he? So he yeah. got nowhere near it. It was top quality. Um, bit Bexex, wasn't it, from J Mark? Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, love it. Yeah. Good that, we, good that he's got that in his locker. Um, yeah. I, f- I thought we grew into the game a bit, Dave, and we, we weren't being outclassed too much. And we, we did create a few chances for ourselves in that first half, didn't we? Yeah, I think maybe the goal settled us. It sounds mm. stupid, but it, it's, you know, there was probably a lot of nerves. Um, you know, there's a lot of younger players in there now with, with Pask and, and Eccles. And, and that, yeah, especially that, at the back, yeah. Yeah, and that does carry over, I think, in, into squad. You know, um, McFadzine would want to be looking after those sort of players, talking to them a, a lot. And yeah, I think it was probably a bit of a shell shock. And then it, it helps you ease into the game. And I, I thought in, in patches, we played some good football. I think Bournemouth aren't that brilliant defensively. Um, it's just that their raw pace and, and sort of attributes get them out of, of trouble, I think, at times. And, um, you know, that's a credit to them. But I think we, we kept the ball well. We played some nice triangles in parts and, and we did threaten, um, you know, and it's it, like I say, I think the team were just a little bit more relaxed after that goal went in and thought, well, now, you know, we're sort of up against it anyway. So it sort of settled their nerves, which isn't ideal, but that's that's the way it looked to me. Mm. And Bournemouth got themselves into the lead. Um, I don't think Morrissey will look back at that goal particularly fondly, Andy. Um mm. Yeah, being beaten at his near post isn't isn't great, is it really? No, kind of went through him as well, didn't it? Mm. Um, I didn't no, think it was, it was in when I watched it at first. I, no, I, was, I saw them go off celebrating. I was like, how's that, how's that going? Yeah, decent movement by a good one-two between uh, Dinjimba and uh, Billing, mm. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was a nice move, yeah. Good, uh, yeah, good, decent... Uh, Decent combination play by them too, but no, it, it also almost like Ostergaard got not got in Morosi's way, but he's very close to him, wasn't he? And um, no, Morosi, you know, you know, he, since coming back in the team, um, he he's made a couple of errors, hasn't he? You know, the QPR one, um, yeah. the third goal, you know, that goal was was poor. It went through him. Uh, would you have liked he, to see him out off his line quicker? Yeah, he needed to uh, close the space. When you're mm. in that position, he need, needed to close the space quicker and he kind of like just stayed on his line, didn't he? And yeah, let, let the striker have a, have a shot, yeah, really. He yeah. went through him and he needed to close the space, Dave, and um, he would have made that a better chance of saving it. But yeah, that's a couple of errors by Morosi since he's come back. But saying that, he's, he's also made a lot of good saves as well. Yeah. So he, yeah, he was yeah, very, yeah. That he was, one when he, um, he came across the box, wasn't mm. he? He ran through the, he sort of ran the length of the box. How many times have we seen that yeah. this season? And um, at Brooks, I think it was, left-footed strike, mm. and he, he got down well, you know, through yeah. a lot of players in the way. And he, he, he kept saying, you're, you're right, you know, he's made some, some great saves. Yes. I, I think we were playing catch-up for this goal quite a bit. 
Um, yeah. You know, the, the ball came into Callow Hare, I think. Um, mm. he, he he lost it on the, the middle of the park. And bef- since then, we were playing catch-up. And we, we had troubles, didn't we, down that side all game with, with Eccles and Pask. You know, two young lads up against, you know, sheer, sheer pace. Um, mm. And I think we just got so out of position. I think, you know, I yeah, think... That, Robin's that was a problem. I think Robin's... Sorry to put in, Dave. I think Robin's made a massive error. Because I think against Bristol... City played Eccles and McCullum as like wingers and he tried yeah. to do the same against Bournemouth and that was a big mistake because every time Bournemouth braked on us, Eccles and McCullum were massively out of position. Mm. So yeah. of course, I and didn't he switch Ostergaard and pass ground? Yeah, which was odd. Yeah, you know, so so it was yeah. with with um, I I think against Bristol City you had a bit more natural balance. You know, you had mm. that sort of experience, um, McCallum on the on the left and and just inside Pask, and then it would have been Eccles on the right mm. and Ostergaard just inside. So yeah, you, you know, when you talk about chat and you talk about um, you know the dressing room and who's been in in an experienced dressing room, you you know it just. To, to me, whereas I, I'm sure that, you know, Eccles is probably not chatting loads. I don't know him, you know, mm. not, not, can't really tell, can you, mm. from, from what, what we're watching. But, you know, you'd imagine between Pask and Eccles is not a load of chat. And, no. and that's going to be a problem. But I think Eccles will, will look at that. And I think, you know, defensively, we'll, we'll look back at that and say, well, Eccles probably should have got in behind quicker. He, mm. he was sort of halfway house. Pask had no option but to go to the ball. Um, yeah, there's people saying that if he followed his man, but I think that it really needed Eccles to to learn to get. If a centre back comes out and he's past you, mm. the most you know the the common thing to do is get in behind him and back him up. Um, but he kind of was at halfway house and then kind of went to the ball and then yeah, it was from there it was you're playing catch up and yeah, Morosi could have come out and smothered it, but mm. you, you know it, it was bearing down on goal. It's um, it, I, I think any other teams there will be teams in the league that give goals away like that but I think us more so we just seem positionally to get get ourselves in in these positions and look against teams without that pace you probably wouldn't get punished but against a team like that you're going to get punished all day and once they're in behind that's it it's very very difficult to deal with yeah absolutely and one thing that wasn't nice to see was the clash of heads obviously Josh Pask went down injured seemed like a nasty one didn't it Dave yeah, I think possibly we're we're hearing he's all right now. Is it? Yeah. Um, it's uh, not as up, perhaps me. serious as as it um, mm. first thought, but it's never nice, is it? Twelve minutes um, no. for a player to be on the ground, you, you, you do worry, don't you, when it's ahead? But um, all being well, Pask will you know will be able to uh, recover from that, and um, you know he's put in some great performances this season for for a young chap. So you know it would be nice to see him getting back playing and. But yeah, you never want to see that, and it, it's it almost you know it it puts things into perspective, doesn't it? Sometimes when mm. when players are sat there and you can see them lying down, then they bring the spinal board on, of course, which mm. is just you never want to see that. So um, yeah, nasty one, but but good to see him up. Yeah, and hopefully he'll he'll make a quick recovery. Um, nice to see John Thompson come on and get his debut, Andy. Obviously, Dean will be delighted by that as well because he he gets a mention on every week on the pod. It seems every pod. That and Liam Kelly's pajamas, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he'll love that, won't he, Dino? Um, I don't think I'll be loving seeing the third goal back 
because he got a mm. bit out of pace, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> the young lad. But no, to, to be honest with you, what do you expect? You know, a young lad coming on against that quality, he's going to yeah, struggle. It's a tough, tough place to make your debut, it isn't is. it? Yeah, it is. But I like Jordan Thompson. I'm a bit like, I'm a bit like in Dean's camp. I think he he has a lot of potential. Um, he's got a lot of good raw abilities and uh, he's, got, he's got a bright future, uh, Thompson. Mm. So I think next season, you know, if maybe loan him out again or if we can see a bit more of him in the first team I won't be too adverse to that Tom yeah and he might have a role to play this season might he Andy because we are a bit short at the back aren't we just a bit yeah um, especially if Pasch is going to be out which looks like he might yeah. be out for the season yeah we, we are struggling and hopefully I think by all accounts Hyam might be back so hopefully, we might not yeah. need him but we'll definitely need him for the bench and if you never know what happens in these games and, and relegation dogfights he might be needed Mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, you felt at 2-1 that we could possibly nick a goal at some point and, and come away um, with a point, but Bournemouth killed us off really with that third goal from David Brooks and I thought he was a, he was a class act all afternoon really, Dave. Oh, definitely. Yeah, nice to see that. You know, great touch, chalk on his boots, isn't it? And cuts inside and uh, yeah, lovely player to watch. I, I think, you know, Bournemouth have obviously, they're, they're sixth probably now are they I haven't looked but um, you know they're around that promotion spot when they probably should have been in automatics and I think mm. we came on air we spoke about them thinking they're probably probably the best team that we've played this, this year on both, yeah, um, both overall, fixtures yeah. but it's, it's odd because I just don't think I think other teams perhaps have got themselves into positions to cause Bournemouth problems which is airily and at the back and I just don't think we got in those positions enough um to, to do that because you know we saw didn't we times where the long the long throwing was causing a little bit of of grief but we didn't exploit that enough and I, I think that's just because we just find it difficult to get into those positions enough to actually you know create enough of chances to to force one so yeah you, you did feel that you know it could we could nick a goal um but I but I also felt on the, at the same time that as much as we could nick a goal, you thought every time they came forward, they could they could score. So um, yeah, yeah. it was it did feel a bit like a basketball match at, at, at one point. And um, of course, yeah, when when the third went in, um, yeah, you know, it was it, it's curtains, isn't it? Yeah, we've we said it a lot this season, haven't we, Dave? That two goal cushion, especially away from home, it's you don't really give us a hope at that point, do you? No, I mean you've only got a look, haven't you, at the stats and how many goals we've scored? Um, one from from behind and two, you know, mm. just in general. And it's always going to be yeah. difficult for a for a team like ourselves to score, you know, more than two goals in a game. Um, and we've not done that very often. So, yeah, it was three-one. Um, you'd be be struggling to to get back into it. Mm. Um, Hamer and Vic came on in a double change um, Andy what did you make of Hamer's performance for, off the bench is, is he someone you think possibly we could bring back into the side definitely Tom he's our, he's our best player mm. um, for me um, he's had a couple of games out of the side now which was right um, yeah. Robbins yeah. was right to make that decision um, his yeah. form has dipped but in my opinion um, he's our best player um, and has been all season Um and we're in a running now that we need results, creativity and goals. And he can give us that. And uh, I'd play him against Rotherham. Yeah. Um, I don't know where, uh, because I don't really <laughs> want to uh, take Cal O'Hare or Kelly or um, J-Mo out of the team. But yeah, it's tough, isn't it? I don't, it's tough where we're going to play him. But 
even at, I don't know. I know Robins don't want to play him at right wing back, but is that because he played there for his old team, didn't he? At right wing back, be interesting, wouldn't it, to have him there? Yeah, because he could and, get forward a bit, and and he's not. He's obviously it's not his ideal position. Yeah, but I mean, he definitely. You know, one of the biggest issues we have from from out the back is that we we can't really pick a pass, can no. we? You know, long long crossfield balls and stuff. No one's really got that in his, their locker. Yeah. I mean, Ostergaard tries it enough and, and gives it away. I, you know, if I was looking at the stats on that, I think it would be pretty much, you know, pretty low. Again, McFadden does it. Uh, none of the wide lads really can, can switch a ball, can they? So, no. yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting, wouldn't it, to see Hamer in that, that, mm. that spot, um, to force mm. him into the side. I'd just be worried that he would, um, you know, be a very over-eager... <laughs> Um, you, you know, but there'd be no. He might get, he's probably getting off, back. Dave. No qualms about him getting back with there. You know, he's got a proper engine, yeah. hasn't he? And he's quick. You know, he's yeah. quick on that. Yeah. He's quick in that sort of 10, 15 yard sprint, isn't he? And I think that. Um, he's he's I think that when position, you look at, Dave. When you look at what we've got, you, yeah. you know, um, I just think that he's got to be a bit more of a more solid option, surely, than than um, than than Eccles um, at, at right back. Surely, you know that that to me, but. Hey, it's an odd one because you'd think that you'd want to try and get your, you know, your your top players on as as much as you can, as impossible as you can. He, so he's, he's played it, he's played that position for Herodine, so yeah. um, he's not going to be alien to it. So I, I'd, I'd play him at right wing back against Robin, definitely. Maybe Robbins is worried about him getting better getting booked. I don't know if he gets beaten and trips the player up twice and he's off. You know, you know what, yeah. you know what Hamer's like. I mean. Yeah, I just don't but, think you can worry about them sort no, of things. Okay? No, you, no, you if you've got the quality of that player, then you've just got to you've got to play him. But look, I think Andy's right. He's played that position before. Um, I, I I would do anything to get him on the pitch. I don't mm. really want to spoil that Kelly James balance. Really, mm. um, yeah, I, agree I think O'Hare's link up play with Matty Gordon is superb, um, mm. and, and that's the only thing that. Hamer gives you in that sort of that pocket is that he will link up with with Godden and, and Walker and, and O'Hare and he, he makes things tick and he makes things happen but actually from deeper you know it, it, with the with the balls that he can spray around it wouldn't be the worst suggestion and, mm. and you know when you look at the alternatives uh, I think that um, yeah you'd have to sacrifice the fact that you wouldn't have that those wing backs bombing on as much mm. with with, with um, Hamer probably but I don't know. Who knows? I mean, mm. he he does he does charge into space and he does get forward. So mm. he's got good feet and he can cross a ball. So I can't see him being any any worse than than perhaps De Costa and, and certainly not Eccles. And that's no mm. disrespect to Eccles. He's he's you know he's young lad and he's he's learned his craft. But when you've got a player of that quality on the bench, mm. I think yeah, if you, you do as much as you, you can to him. get him on the pitch, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the final nail in the coffin came in the ninety second minute. We just couldn't really deal with him, could we, Dave? And it was, I guess, the sort of inexperience of our defensive line showed, really, that final goal. It did. And in fact, before we, um, when we'd done the pod last week, um, it, I looked back at some of Bournemouth's goals and they tend to, that's how they score. Like, honestly, mm. some of them just, it's like pinball style. And it, yeah, it is just box. because they're, they're first they're first to the ball, if not the the second ball, they're first to it. They're first to the third ball. They're just relentless, and and that showed. I think it. You know, it was the ball pinged around. They all reacted faster and knew what was going on, and and obviously it got a, a bit of a lucky deflection. But it just, to me, it just shows their alertness, and they're just. It, it's just that class, and and that that to me epitomises it because they're just they're quicker, faster, stronger. It, it's you know it's it's that's what it is, and it's yeah. very difficult to 
to to be on par with that when you've got such a, a young side at, at that point you know you had Jordan Thompson on of course and and still so it's it's yeah it's difficult and I think that they're just just a powerful and, and, and quick team yeah yeah I know you boys get a bit fed up picking man of the matches when we lose so change the question slightly I'm going to ask you Andy if you had to pick someone who impressed you out of the Sky Blues team on Saturday who would you go for? JMO. Yeah. Um, I thought his link up play was good, neat and tidy. Tremendous Beck's like free kick. Um, yeah, JMO all day long for me. Yeah, I'd struggle to disagree with that. Um, Dave, for you, a slightly different question. Any any concerning performances for you? Um, concerning. I mean, <laughs> look, Pask, Pask unfortunately is 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 obviously going to be injured, but. You know his positional play, and and you know it's very difficult for him up against a team like Bournemouth. But I think that showed, um, especially on that right hand side of him and Eccles. And look, it's not just Bournemouth. We're talking about Championship teams here that have got players with a lot of pace. And I think that if they come to town or, or we go away to a team that's got a tricky customer like that, then we're going to be playing catch up. And that to me is is a worry because you know we do let teams into these positions quite often so i'd say that that right hand side was a was a big worry for me and and as we discussed maybe hamer would would shore that up um mm. i think godden will be frustrated with his performance he's feeding on scrap so he's not really um you know he's not really got that much there and whatever he when he did he he did as much as he can but i think you know there was odd times where perhaps he just didn't didn't show enough for me um and maybe that's just cuz he just didn't couldn't get into the game because it was such a um but it's you know we've been holding him up as the the sort of shining light haven't we i suppose coming back from from injury and we're probably heaping far too much pressure um on, yeah. on Matty Godden but yeah. you know we're in a desperate situation um and i just think that he looked um he looked a little bit off it and and you know that's ring rust probably still and uh, nursing perhaps hopefully but you know maybe nursing a bit of a an injury uh, there as well so i don't know that was it and and the same for walker i think you know walker's in here and he just seemed to me that sometimes he did some superb things and i'm not one of these people that say just because you know someone doesn't run around like a headless chicken they're not a, a good player but i do think that bournemouth found it really easy to get into our sort of um into our half and mm. i just felt that the front men perhaps didn't do as enough um press really to to make it difficult for them um and i you know a couple of times the left back got into to space which what that done is it dragged um eccles who you know he's young inexperienced and pask and kelly as well into that sort of into that middle section of the park and it just meant that we didn't have the numbers behind the ball then i think if walker had just got out to the left back a lot quicker and put some pressure on at times i think we could have um you know perhaps made it a little bit more difficult again don't think it would have done anything on the you know score sheet but yeah. you know we're in a relegation scrap um, these lads have got to be dying for the shirt to, to prove to Robbins, who, OK, he's not got the most amount of options on the bench, but, you know, uh, they've got to be really proven that they want to they want to work hard yeah. and they want to you do it. And, and, you know, in you know to answer your question for Andy, was Jokerez, I think, showed enough in there to show that he could he can definitely do a job for us um, in this latter part of the season. He's, he's strong, he's Ooh. quick, he puts players under pressure and, and he clearly sort of wants to work. Um, yeah, he does. And yeah, I think that, yeah. you know, if you've got a player like that, um, then, then, then you've got to try and utilise them as well. Um, and, and I think we do make our subs so late in the day, don't we? So it would be nice to see him get a bit more more time. Um, 
in comparison, I think, um, you know, um, Bakayoko, I think he, he looked a little bit like a fish out of water again. Um, but he's not played enough football. And no, he hasn't played. It's always he? going to be difficult to, to get into a game like that. But I thought he looked a little bit, just to, you know, cut a bit of a frustrated figure as well at times. Mm. I think, you know, overall, you just have to accept that the opposition are better, v- better than you on Sundays, don't you, Andy? And it felt like one of those. Yeah, 100% on... Um... They were cut above us. They were cut above us when we played them at St Andrews as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Getting onto your point, I'm quite surprised. Like Dave said, I don't understand why they're not in the automatics. Cause yeah, they had that blip. They had that blip, didn't they? Yeah, in the season, it really just derailed their. their I think did they lose like four in a row or something? Yeah, they did. But it derailed their season, didn't it? If you it? look at the standard of players they've got, I think that's a bit where they are. Like what flirting around the, the playoff place. I think they've underachieved. If you want yeah. honest opinion, I think they, they should get rid be. of a manager. Yeah, yeah. Like going mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they did. did yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, perhaps that takes Tindall, a bit of time, doesn't it? it to... Yeah, I don't quite know if Woodgate's the answer either. If I'm mm, being perfectly no. honest, so. and and yeah, and you look at it. I mean, sixth sixth place playoffs. Mm. I mean, it's just it's just such a lottery. I mean, I think they will get that sixth. They've got a game in yeah. hand and they're two yeah. points ahead. But you know, Barnsley. I mean, I, I think Barnsley might probably win the playoffs. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Brentford finishing third, they'll feel disappointed. It's just yeah. such a lottery, isn't it? Yeah, they, like, yeah. We, we'd yeah. rather be in there, but <laughs> <laughs> next season or a yeah. couple of you seasons. Ne- you never know, Andy. You, you never, never know. know. You can dream. Um, <laughs> but one thing that I think is concerning, and obviously it's been a, on Twitter a little bit today, is is our our away form. Um, we do have the worst away form in the league, and. You know, going into a massive game away at Rotherham on Thursday, does this sort of concern you, Dave? Because it definitely concerns me. Yeah, I mean, what you know, who's up and around us in that away form table? I, I must admit, I've not been on online that much um, after the Bournemouth game, so I haven't really seen it. So um, I'd be intrigued to know how we, how much we differ. Um, yeah, it's yeah. never nice to know that you're worst in the league, is it? Um, but then I, you know, no. it doesn't always tell the whole story. And I think we've been really, really unlucky away from home um, this season. And I think we've just put in some some performances where they've just, just been that little bit too short. And we've perhaps, you know, I think back to sort of the games at Forest. And yeah, I, I just think there's, you know, there's more to it than, than perhaps that. But, you know, the stats speak for themselves. And Christ, yeah, it's not it's not the, the best preparation, is it, going into a, a, a vital game. But that's a 90-minute game, 11 men versus 11 men and you know if they can't raise their game in that fixture then then you know perhaps the writing's on the wall anyway so I think you know yes it is a worry and it is a concern but at the same time you know we've we've got we've got the measure or have had the measure of of Rotherham so far you know once this season and um you know I'm sure that they'll it's a totally different ball game when you when you look at a a game like that 90 minutes in, in isolation. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. The Sky Blues travelled to Rotherham on Thursday in what is no no doubt the biggest game of the season so far. Um, the Sky Blues ran out 3-1 winners in the reverse fixture at St Andrews in December and will definitely be looking for a similar result on Thursday, which will go a long way to secure safety. Um, Andy, is this a six-pointer or is this a six-pointer? It's a must-not-lose. It's a six-pointer, isn't it? To watch it, <laughs> yeah. it's a nine-pointer. Yeah, especially it's live, need, on Sky, it's live on Sky as well. You're going to need six points to be able to watch it from yeah. you know out behind the sofa. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. 
But yeah, to answer your question, Tom, it's a must not lose. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they get on against QPR on Tuesday first. Yeah, um, that's going to be interesting. Uh, also, Sheffield Wednesday play Swansea as well, don't, don't they? So yeah, on Tuesday. So if you lose that, you'd think probably Sheffield Wednesday are gone. Yeah. Um, so Tuesday night's going to affect how I'm feeling on Thursday a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, even whatever happens on Tuesday, it's a huge game. It's I'd take a point now, if I was honest with you, Tom, because I yeah. like going back to our point what you were discussing with Dave just now about our away form. It's horrific. Um, it's just been awful all season, and if we if we do go down, which we hope we don't, it will be because of that, because of mm. our away form. You know, we've scored fourteen goals in 20 games away from home, Mm. 11 points away from home all season. It's absolutely awful. And that's why I'm not so worried because we're playing Rotherham because like Dave said, I think we've got the measure of them, but it's just the away form. It's just, that's the thing that worries me. That's constantly in my back of my head when I go to bed at night. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's poor. And, you know, six of those points that we got were against a poor Millwall side, weren't they? They're really poor. And And a poor Wickham side. So exactly. we haven't really gone out and beat, you know, beating anyone in a yeah. proper game. Uh, it what feels. concerns me also, Tom, on this is, is Robbins's comments about the away form. He says, he said, made a comment. I don't know if it was last game or the game before that. He said that we, when we go a goal down, it's like a comfort blanket. Like we're, we're waiting to go a goal down. And like, mm. I think, oh, because the away form's that crap, we'll, we'll lose this one. And then we'll just rely on our home form to get us out of trouble. That can't happen against on Thursday. No. They have got to roll their sleeves up and get a result on Thursday. Yeah. Well, the only the yeah. only thing I can take from that that's a positive is if that's how they're seeing certain games, they won't be seeing Thursday like that. And if they roll their sleeves up and dig in, then hopefully, yes, you know, it just it changes on Thursday. Yeah, and I've just know? put a tweet out what Liam Kelly said on his uh, press conference after the game yesterday, and he clearly said that this is a massive cup final. Yeah, you know, it's, it's up there with the playoff semi-final, final games. They know how huge it is, and hopefully good. they'll take that into to Thursday yeah. because they've got it. Yeah, absolutely. And just going back to what you said about sort of the the game on Tuesday, I think mm-hmm. I said to you lads earlier. I think if they if Rotherham don't win out of the next two, I think they're in real trouble. Yeah, they, I think if they lose, lose the next two, Tom, and maybe lose the next one after that, I think that's them done. That would be them done, yeah. But yeah. I think even, they, even if they draw the next two, because mm. it's all very well saying they've got games in hand, but they've got to claw the points back, haven't they, at some point? So, And we've got six points on them. So, But yeah, I mean, there's you could probably sit here all night and calculate <laughs> the ifs and buts, couldn't you? And probably yeah. get yourself quite stressed out about it. But like we say, if we can just do the business, it'd be, be easier, wouldn't it? It will. Uh, <laughs> at least it's better than being mid-table, isn't it? Yeah, more, <laughs> more interesting. More in mid-table. It's, more, it's certainly more interesting than a relegation fight. But, sitting but, pretty mid-table, but yeah. I don't know. It's um, it's going to be very, very interesting this week, uh, and it's going to be very eventful, I think. Yeah, it certainly <laughs> is. Um, and look, looking at Rotherham, they're, they're a strange team, really. They're not in great form at the moment, Dave, but they do spring a surprise every now and then. And they did go on that spell where they were winning 3-0, weren't they? I think they beat Derby 3-0 away. I think, did they beat Bournemouth away as well? Um, so they have got a, a win in them, haven't they? They have. Um, but they also got beat to Wickham, didn't they? 3-0 at home. 
Um, yeah. You know, they lost to, to Millwall, who have obviously been up on the up a little bit. The, the big game for them was Sheffield Wednesday. That was a good win, wasn't it, away from mm-hmm. home? Um, yeah, yeah. But when you, you know, you look at who they still got to play, you know, Queen's Park Rangers, they, they're a funny team, aren't they? Because... They, they've kind of, I don't think they've not got any squeak, have they, of, of playoffs? Um, no. So, you know, that's a bit of a, a, a nothing game, really. Um, and at home, you'd hate to see it, but you could think that they, they've got to try and get something from Are that. They, a Rotherham at home. Yeah. 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 You know, and, and then obviously they play us. Um, yeah. um, they play a lot of games at home. Um, so, from what I'm seeing, if, if I'm but right. But their home form's. The home form's poor. poor, isn't it? I think. Yeah, awful. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, not not awful, but you know, they've 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 only won four at home and drawn three. They've lost eleven. So um, their their home away, form's so, as bad as our away form, really. The worst well, yeah, home away form, form in the league, lads. Yeah, exactly. Their away form is nineteen six, three drawn and ten losses. So, you know, their home form is is is. It's completely worse. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, they, they're going to be, you know, as much as the away form for us is playing on our minds, really? I'm sure that that's playing on theirs. And actually, they've got crucial, crucial games. And they're probably lucky that there's no fans, to be honest, in there. Because, you yeah. know, their next four games are all at home, which is unbelievable. I can't, I can't quite believe it looking at the fixture wow. list. It's because um, it, it's all just, they're all just rearranged games, aren't they? Yeah. So, you know, they've got yeah. Queen's Park Rangers, us, Birmingham, you know, we're going to really Quasper be looking game. to Birmingham making making a doing us a favour. That I think Birmingham are out of it. Um, yeah, well, we need Birmingham to I win. I think that. we need them to do us a favour. You know, likewise, Middlesbrough, they're trying to make a late push, aren't they? Um, I'm not sure if they're going to they're going to now, but yeah, they they've got them. And then Barnsley, last game of the season at, at away to Barnsley. You know, Barnsley are going to have to be trying to get something from that that game. So, look, I mean. As much as um, as much as we can say about home form, away forms, they're they're in a sticky situation. They've got a lot of games to play. They're going to be, you know, they've not got the biggest of squads, have they? And you know, they're playing Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. It's just, <laughs> it's it's Mad, it's it? relentless, and they're not easy games. You know, against us and against Birmingham. You know, they've got to get results in those two. So if they if they see Queens Park Rangers not as a free hit but you know as as much as not as important as the next two then that could lure them into a real false sense of security and and I, and I think that you know I think they're the ones really that should be should be massively you know looking over their shoulders and you know looking at yeah. that, that gap increasing up the top. Yeah, I mean we're I mean we're concerned to an extent, but you'd be you'd be pretty worried as a Rotherham fan, wouldn't you? Just the uh, the pressure on those games, you know. Which just always goes to show you, you want to have the points in the bag, don't you? Yeah, of course. No, exactly. Going to this stage of the season. Um, looking at the game in, in more detail, um, Andy, where, where do you see it being won or lost? Well, any, any, in any football game, mainly won or lost in, in the middle of the park, isn't it? Um, that's where most games are won and lost, Tom. Um, and I, I see this being the same. Um, I think... That midfield partnership of Jamo and Kelly is is is, is doing well. Um, in parts against Bournemouth, they were good. They were really good against Bristol. Um, Vital and I think in this, uh, isn't it? Yeah, and they've got that experience. So yeah. These these two have played at a high you've level. Got to feel really confident about that midfield battle Absolutely. in this game, haven't you? Mm, of course, definitely, Dave. Yeah, and I think that's where it's going to be won and lost. And I think we've got a stronger midfield than than them. So I think we'll come out hopefully on top. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. 
And there's been a lot of debate on Twitter and on the various WhatsApp mm. groups over the last 24 hours talking about different systems, lineups, you know, two up front, one up front, etc. Mm. Dave, what, what are your thoughts on, on how we should line up? I think we've got to be solid. And it sounds really, really stupid. But if our waveform isn't, like we've said, isn't great, we, we've just really got to be solid. And that midfield partnership is going to be massive for us. And I don't think that's something you can break. Um you know, we've just talked, haven't we, about Hamer. You know, I, I would, I, I think that you just got to have the best players out there. And actually, it, it's mad that we're talking about the fact that Hamer could be right, you know, right wing back, which is it's <laughs> mental, really, because he was our best, most, you know, productive player in, in the start of the season. But I, I really do think that we need some, ex- we need experience, and we need we need winners on there and, and that's nothing taking nothing away from from the young lads but you know this is a game against men I mean they look like the blooming team that they play against in Space Jam don't they you know anyway they're massive Space Jam <laughs> yeah, yeah they are. you know the monsters or whatever they're called but you, know, <laughs> you rang but you know they are they're all man mountains aren't they so yeah they are you know it, it, it's not going to cut it I don't think when you if we have to have like the young the young lads out so you know we're going to have to have a bit of bite but I think we've also got to get back to playing our game um, and that means you know uh, to, to answer your question line up wise that means O'Hare Godden um, in there and Matty James and, and Kelly, I think, playing playing triangles and playing football because that's what will win this game. You know, if we go down and start putting it down their throat, they'll lap it up all game and we mm. won't get any joy. We've got to pass them off the park like we've done last season and like we, we did the start of this season. Mm. And Dave, score prediction? I mean... How do you go to, from talking about the worst away record in the the league to to saying that you you're going to win it? Um, I, I think we're going to nil, nil, cancel. Yeah, I do think we're going to cancel each other out. I think there's so much pressure on this game. I think we'll we'll likely cancel each other out, and I think it will be a draw. Um, if any score, to be honest, um, I think it's going to be proper backs against the wall job, and I, I just don't think anyone's going to lose it. Saying that. Both teams have got awful defensive records, really. So you yeah, it can be three three. Be surprised to not see a couple of goals go in, but um, <laughs> it's going to be a difficult game. I, I think whoever gets the first goal, you know, as cliche as it is, is is going to be in the driving seat um, because then the pressure is really going to get up. Then you're mm. in mountain point because if you're a goal down in this game, you know the thoughts going through your head are relegation possibly. So yeah, yeah, it's that um, big. It's that big, that's yeah. that's huge. The, the first goal. Um, yeah. but a, Andy, give you on nil nil maybe. Nil nil, cool. Andy, anything? Uh, any advancements on nil nil? When I, when I came onto the pod tonight, I thought we were going to draw. I thought it was going to be a score draw. But after listening to you two boys, you give me a bit more confidence. So I think we're going <laughs> to nick it two one. Fair enough. Yeah, I think we're going to win. I feel sorry for my neighbours if that happens. Mate, it's going to go mental. Love it. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. The Sky Blues will then host High Flying Barnsley on Sunday at St Andrews. There's nothing to choose between the teams when they met back in September at Oakwell, with the game ending in a nil-nil draw. Possibly a frustrating result at the time, but one that looks okay now, Dave, given Barnsley's league position and obviously a fantastic season, really, that they've had. Yeah, no, exactly. But it, that game was a nothing, wasn't it? There was no chances created. Nah, I think poor. they would have been really frustrated. And that was that was one of 
one of the the worst of watches over this um, season. I think there was no one really, no one really wanting looking like they wanted to win it, um, and it, it was just a bit of a nothing game. So I think both teams will would have come away from that one and certainly said straight away, let's move on. Um, Barnsley have certainly done that, haven't they? Because they've they've been in in superb form. Um, yeah. And um, I can't remember the, the the lad up front. Andy will hopefully um, help me out here, but. You know, he he seems to be a real real player. Is it um, Woodrow? Isn't it? Woodrow, call you Woodrow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, good, he good he's player. a real player, and um, yeah, he he's probably catapulted them up 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 that pitch uh, up the league, and um, yeah, he he looks a solid player. Um, but yeah, they'll be massively happy, won't they, with where they are? It's um, yeah, it's an overachievement. Yeah, it really is. Um, it's a tough game, Andy, but you know we're at home, we're at St Andrews, and it's one you feel like we could get a result from. Yeah, definitely. I, I think this this is going to be a draw um, because these are are in fantastic form. They've only lost like I think the, in the last fourteen games they've lost once. Mm. So that just shows how good they're playing and how what kind of form they're in. So this is going to be a really difficult game. However, because our home form is just you know we know how well we do play at St Andrews. I think this is going to be a draw, and I think we'll, we'll be able to get a score draw at one one with this one. But I think. I think this is going to be very tough because um, these are in cracking form and, you know, they've got Woodrow, like we, we talked about, who scores goals. And I like the lad Mowat in midfield as well. Mm, yeah, he scores goals from yeah. midfield and he's, he's the skipper and leader of that team. And, and them two are, are just the tip of the iceberg. They've got a lot of good players and they're in great form. Um, so it's going to be really difficult. But the way we play at St Andrews, we're a more, more than a match for anybody. So I think this can be a score draw. Yeah. And as you said, Dave, you know, Barnsley have been very impressive this season. They're probably a team whose footsteps we'll look to follow in, you know, if we do stay up in terms of that progression and, you know, having a bit of a go really next season. There's no reason why not if, if they can do it. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, you know, every season throws up these enigmas, doesn't it? And for whatever reason, they've they've got you know that they've got them playing and they've and something's clicked and you know obviously like say as much as you want to say they're in a false position you know they've took you know no, took, it, took, really. yeah. took points off Bournemouth at, at Bournemouth um you know recently Middlesbrough you know it but comfortably you know 2-0 is it's a comfortable you know comfortable win and and against teams like Middlesbrough who are hard and championship teams they're they're the sort of games that teams will usually slip up against um so yeah, they, they've definitely earned it. And of course, you know, we'd love to follow in the footsteps of, of them. I think, you know, next season, if we stay up, it's 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 got to be, you know, where, you know, can we not break it, but can we go to the bank a little bit? Because that's that's going to be what we're going to do. And, and they've done that. You know, they have done that. They've not they've not spent absolutely nothing. They've had they have um, in recent yeah. times bolstered their squad, haven't they? And, it, and it's obviously yeah. now keeping that squad together is paid paid dividends. Yeah, they've recruited very, very well, haven't they, Barnsley? Yeah, very, very impressive. Um, Andy, it is hard to predict the lineup, obviously, without the hindsight of Thursday. But any early thoughts on on how we'll set up? No, not really. Like you say, it's really difficult, isn't it, with uh, Thursday coming up? But because it's Thursday to Sunday, I, I can see him rotating a little bit. If I'm being honest, because there's not much of a, mm. a gap, is there? Uh, only a few days, so. Maybe um, Vic might get some more minutes, might come in for maybe, I don't know, because to play Godden on Thursday and Sunday, is that going to be too much for, for Godders? Maybe. So, But then again, you need Godden on the pitch as much as possible. But yeah, um, I can see him switching around a little bit. Um, 
but but we'll have to see. I think it all depends on what happens on Thursday night, doesn't yeah. it, Tom? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's a pivotal week, Dave. Um, how many points are you sort of have you got in mind for these next two games? Oh, I don't know. It's very difficult. I mean, I'd love to pick a point up against Barnsley, um, but that, you know that looks tough. You know, when you're looking at a team that have only five games ago gone, you know, gone to um, you know Dean Court or whatever, it's, whatever it's called now, and and picked up three points. I mean, <laughs> Rotherham's the the pivotal one, right? If 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 we could pick up two points, but we then stop Rotherham from from winning. Um, then I, I think that would be enough. I think that would yeah. be, be great. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Even actually. a point, you know, even a point. But the most vital thing is we get something against Rotherham because if we do, then they, they're they really in it. You know, they're really up against it. They've they got to, to go. Us, yeah. You know, if they've got to beat us, really. They've got to get a result against us. You know, unless something freak yeah. happens on Tuesday, um, God forbid, you know, QPR, who seem to be an odd team for us, don't they? A bogey team, really. Let's hope they can go and do us a, a bit of a favour because mm. we, we really do need them to do it. Um, and if yeah. we can we can hold hold Rotherham to a draw or, or sneak a win, then then it's yeah, all all of the the pressure is heaped on them. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think if we got two points and they lost to QPR, it's a good week. Um, I think if we got four points, regardless of what happens, it's it's a fantastic week. I think that's how I'm, how I'm looking at it. Andy, do you feel any different to that? No, I agree, Tom. I think I think it's going to be a, a fantastic week. I think it's going to be difficult, don't get me wrong, but I think we can get four or three points out of the next two games. I think um, I think we'll beat Rotherham and I think we might, might be able to get a point against uh, Barnsley, but that, that one will be really difficult. Yeah. But, it's all on Thursday, isn't it, lads? Let's yeah, it's, it's enormous. It's just absolutely Barnes, massive. If we beat Rotherham, we're we're safe. Flunk, tomorrow, we're, yeah, I do. I totally yeah. agree, especially if they lose to QPR on Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. I've got one final question for you, chaps, and it, all it needs is a yes or no answer. I'll start with you, Andy. Will we stay up? Yeah. Dave? Yeah. Great. Well, we'll finish on that positive note. Um, that's all we've got time for this evening. Yeah, thanks a lot for joining me as always, chaps. And listeners, do check out our partner, Shortland Horn, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Do also make sure you check out the CCFC season ticket fundraiser and donate where you can. And as always, if you want to get involved with anything discussed in the show, just make sure you use the hashtag SkyBluesExtraPodcast. Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra Podcast. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.